You are now listening to Cyber Time Bite, hosted by me, Stephen Clark. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Hey there, everybody! Welcome, welcome everybody to Cyber to welcome to Cyber Time Bite with your boy Steve, and we are on episode. 36 episode 36 and um today i have a guest on who i've had a guest on before i mean okay i'm gonna say i had this guy on my other podcast adventure time guys like a long time ago (laughs) like this was like i don't think even last year i think it was like the year before and and it was crazy it's been a long time and um and I'm glad, and this time around, it's not going to, I mean, like, even though it was fun and crazy the first time we talked, this is going to be pretty awesome the second time, because now we're actually going to be, like, sitting them down and be, like, asking questions, like, 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 really awesome. So today I'm with, um, with, um, Eric of Retail Archaeology on YouTube. Hey, how's it going? Oh, it's going great. <laughs> um... So, so I think we slightly went over this. Um, if I remember the last time we talked about um, where you started, and you started because you went to um, your childhood mall all the time, and and your friend told you that the mall was dying, so you said you had to go check it out, and so you brought your camera to the mall and you filmed it, and that's what got you into doing the retail stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much the the short version of the of the story. Yep. Yeah, because um, I, I was I was trying to I was trying to remember, and I and I I think that was the guideline bit, pretty much. And so, so like I I saw that on uh, what was it? Face was it your Facebook or Twitter? One of the two. You went to uh, to the real Fiesta Mall, and uh, or you went to Fiesta Mall. I, I now I'm missing now I'm mixing up Siesta with Fiesta, but <laughs> <laughs> but you went to Fiesta Mall. And you took a photo in front of the third entrance. I saw. Yeah, that was on Twitter. Yeah, we um actually that was on Sunday the and uh, the, I think that was Sunday the twenty seventh, and uh, that was actually the one year anniversary of the uh, mall closing. So I met some other fellow uh, dead mall enthusiasts. They're local to the area. We we had, we were trying to get in to the mall. Um, we actually had got some contact information for a property manager and. Yeah. Uh, we never got a call back or anything, but we decided to just go anyways and just see, you know, what it what it looked like a year after it had closed down because supposedly there was going to be some redevelopment and stuff going on. So we just wanted to see like what if anything had changed, um, and it it turns out not a whole lot. Um, if I can get a plug in, I'll actually have a video on it out in a couple of days, uh, maybe tomorrow even, if I'm able to get it done tonight, of uh, footage that we shot while we were there on Sunday. Just don't, just don't end up like Dan Bell and and like and like the cops come in while you're doing the mall and then and then they're escorting you out of the mall because you, you weren't supposed to be in there. <laughs> yeah, like I said, we we weren't able to get inside, um, but we were. You know, there's lots of windows and things to see through, and surprisingly, able to get some good shots through the through the windows of, of different parts. You know, so um, I still was a little bit concerned though, because there is, from what I understand, security that drives around, but we we didn't have anybody bother us. No, that that's always a good thing. I mean, like, 
I mean, it's just, if, if I could share a little retail of myself in my area. Um, so, of course, everyone, I, I think everyone who doesn't even live here and lives here knows about Woodfield. It's the one of the it's one of the biggest malls in the country. It's the second it's actually the second biggest next to Mall of America, that's what I was told. And um and it's it, it's like really it's like really big and it, it's thriving like all the time. Like I, I think there's always something getting put in or someone gets taken out, something's already something's already ready to go to be put in its place. So it's like it's like a crazy thriving mall, but there's actually a second mall by my house I actually like more, um, called Stratford Square. And the reason I bring this up is because I am feeling so bad about this mall right now, I feel like it's going to turn into a dead mall quicker than I can say biscuits and gravy. Because, <laughs> because, uh, the reason I say that too is because the one wing of the mall is, like, so dead that, like, it has, like... A child play center, and the child play center I think is the only thing keeping that wing of the mall alive, because because the further you go down, the quieter it gets, and the less people there is. So it's like it's not looking too good. You know, that's kind of been my experience with with malls that are dying is that the 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 death kind of starts from the outside of the like not the outside outdoors of the mall, but the ends of the corridors if you will or the wings of it and then it just kind of slowly works its way you know towards the towards the middle of the mall where a lot of times the food court is or something like that so yeah that that sounds like there might be some issues with that one yeah i mean because the only anchors that are open are sears and Kohl's, and carson's just closed down there the jc has been gone for a few years the Macy's has been gone for decade for like two years now, but they're tearing that building down and replacing it with a Woodman's. Mm. Is it going to have a, a interior entrance to the mall, or is it one of those things where they're just going to put it up right outside the mall, but it won't be? Or you, you might not know, but that's that's what I've noticed a lot of times when anymore when they knock down an anchor building on a mall and, and put something up like a Metro Center Mall in Phoenix, Arizona. They they knocked down an old building, an old anchor, and put a Walmart there, but. The Walmart's like right next to the mall. Like you can't, it's, you know, like an alleyway between the two, but it's not connected. Like they just closed the wall there. And so I, I'm just curious if that's what's going to happen at your mall as well. No, they're, no, they're at, no, you're, you're right. They're actually, they're not connecting it to the mall. They're probably just going to tear the building down and do the thing that you were saying and just build like where the mall can, where the mall was connecting. They're probably just going to build up on that wall right there to, uh, to, uh, just alleviate to eliminate the space probably gotcha it was the same thing they did the same thing at uh ranchers village when they tore down that mall which i am so pissed that they tore that mall down that was my childhood mall since i was like five but i'm not gonna i'm gonna get started there but (laughs) (laughs) but the only original building left on that lot was the carsons and the carsons is gone now because the whole company went under and bonton is supposedly taking them all over but um can't see any signs of that yet in my area, at least. But um, but like it's it's really cool to go back in the area where I grew up and go to the to the where Ranchers was standing at one point and see that there's at least one original building sitting on that lot still. Yeah, that is that's the even even though you know Fiesta Mall is is closed, it's still standing there and I can still see in the window. So it's it's nice that it's not torn down and that they're supposedly going to do something to um 
redevelop it, but not knock anything down. The plan is to use the existing building. So, um, but we, we didn't see a lot of changes. So I think the, I think what they're trying to do at Stratford, um, which it, which is actually a pretty good idea if you, if, if they use it wisely is that like they're, they're putting more entertainment things in the mall over stores. Like, yes, there's hot topic, there's lids, there's FYE, there's a, there's a Red Robin, gosh darn it, in there. There's a movie theater in there. Um, what else? There's there's Bath and Body Works. You know, the the regulars, Journeys. You know, all that. But like, but like, they have like a like a karate school in there. They got a soccer school in there. They got a wrestling school in there. Not professional wrestling, but the high school wrestling. Um, they they have a dance school in there. They they have a lot of like different like. Like uh, different different kind of schools, and you even have a place where you could buy puppies. But I don't, I don't, I'm not really a big fan of that. I, I'm more of the going to the pound to get a puppy than going to the store and buying the puppies because it's weird that way. Right. Um. But like, it did, the mall used to have a Spencer's too. But I'm I, I'm gonna kind of say I, I know I know that to you that you kind of like Spencer's, but to me I I was I was kind of glad I went away. <laughs> That's just me. <laughs> I, I've I've always thought Spencer's was silly. I always had fun poking around in there, looking at silly stuff. I mean, they always had that section. Yeah, well, I have to be honest with you, I don't I don't know if I've ever actually bought anything from Spencer's. <laughs> I've been in their stores tons and tons of times. Like we, you know, when we were teenagers, we used to go in there and <clears throat> and things like that. But I don't know that I ever actually spent any money. <laughs> no, did you go in there as a teenager just to look at the? adult section and be like hey look it's a it's a plastic dingling <laughs> yeah yeah i'll be honest with you <laughs> and it was funny because the spencer's gifts near us they didn't even really hide that stuff it, it was is. just a you know like i know some places in some states like they would have it in a in a room behind a curtain or something or at the very back of the store but the the spencer that we had in our area growing up they they didn't it was just kind of in the middle of the store with everything else yeah, it was the same thing at the Stratford one too. It was uh, it was just like when you walk in, like, oh, there's a plastic ding ding right here. <laughs> plastic ding ding. <laughs> oh man, I just, I, I just, I just found it funny because like, um, it was just like how many how many puns can you like seriously when you walk into Spencer's? How many puns can you actually make? It's <laughs> just just a bunch of like, unlike sexual puns that could be made in that store if people really wanted to. Um, the, no, but besides, but besides Spencer's and all that going away, um, it's just, I mean, like, they also have a round one in there, which I, I'm pretty sure they have by your house, I believe. I think you said there was one in the Back to the Future Mall. Yeah, that's actually not near me, though. That's, that's in California. So that's, that's one state over. Do you... I, I filmed, I, I'm in Arizona, but I, uh, I filmed that when I was, uh, visiting California. Did you, uh, oh, I, I also got asked too, um, do you live near the Phoenix area real quickly? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, the Phoenix metro area. Yeah. Did you, uh, was it, was this swamped because the Royal Rumble pay-per-view was happening at a uh, Chase Field in Phoenix? Um, 
You know, no, I'm probably further for, far enough away from like Phoenix proper to notice that I'm kind of in one of the outlying suburbs, so I I don't I don't drive into Phoenix unless I have a reason to. I mean, it's only like a 30 minute drive or whatever into Phoenix, but um, I gosh, I don't remember seeing anything on on the news or any you know or hearing you know traffic reports or anything while I was work. You know, I listen to the radio while I'm working, um, but I didn't I didn't hear anything. Yeah, because the. Uh... Because, you know, the Royal Rumble, one of the big four pay-per-views was at Chase Field in Phoenix. And I thought that you would, uh, you'd, I thought it would be like, you would hear like some rumblings or there'd be some crowding or whatever. Because, like, you know, it's right, it's like right there in the Phoenix area, you know. And I just thought that you would hear something about it at least. Yeah, no, I, I'm, funnily enough, where, where I live is one of those, Phoenix, the Phoenix area, like what they call Metro Phoenix area, is kind of weird. Like where, the town where I live in. I can drive, you know, 30 minutes one way and be into, like, Phoenix and, like, you know, heavy urban area, lots of skyscrapers and stuff like that. But I can drive 30 minutes in the other direction, and it's farmland. And it's cows and cornfields and silos and that kind of stuff. So um, I'm, I think I'm far enough removed that, yeah, I didn't. Is it? I didn't. Yeah. It, it, wait, farm, farm fields is this in Arizona? If I was just knowing about desert and cactus. No, you know what's funny is I I recently filmed uh, uh, did a video on Flagstaff Mall, which is northern Arizona, and we were up there to um, you know go play in the snow, and there's lots of snow in the footage, and I've gotten tons of comments on that video about I didn't know it snowed in you know in Arizona, or I had you know stuff like that, and it's like yeah, Arizona's a Arizona's a really large state, like it's it's bigger than a lot of European countries geographically, so we actually have multiple. Um, I don't know what you call it. Like uh, ecosystems is not the right word. That's too big. But climates, like there's the desert, um, which is the Phoenix area. But we we have an amazing irrigation system here. So um, the town where I live, there's lots of dairy farms and everything right outside of town and and corn. And there's a lot of agriculture that actually goes on Um, down in Tucson, like tons of lettuce and stuff is grown down in southern Arizona. And then up in northern Arizona, that's the high country. That's where the mountains are. There's snow and forests and and all of that. So it was, I forget how many inches came down the, the weekend we were up there, but if you watch the video, there's lots of snow. Like the whole mall is covered in snow. There was actually a snowman somebody built outside of it. So that's crazy. Did, no, that's actually really crazy. Um, so, like, so, like, um, have you ever thought of the idea of going to, like, not like a mall that's, like, practically on its, on its last leg, but, like, have you ever thought of, like, a mall that's still kind of thriving? And has like at least one or two empty stores, and goes like, maybe I want to build, make an arcade here, like an old school arcade in the small. I, <coughs> uh, you know, I've thought about it, but the mall. So we do like that's another misconception too, because a lot of people see my videos and just assume that everything's dying in Arizona, but that's not the case. I've, I've filmed the whole gamut of malls, so I've I've filmed dead malls, I've filmed struggling malls and i've i've filmed and done videos on thriving malls that are super busy and the ones that are like thriving and i mean there's always uh you know a vacancy or two right like there's always somebody moving out or something and somebody moving in but the malls that are thriving i have a feeling the rent would be too high you know to to be able to afford putting in an arc like a little arcade or something but in malls that are struggling or even dead malls that's where I, I see the mall arcades because I think it, in those malls the the rent has come down cheap enough that something like that can survive. Yeah, because because when I was thinking about even though I'm just a 
average 25 year old with an average job and an average life like that 180 son um <laughs> i uh i uh i was i was thinking in trafford that i i always for some reason wanted that like it, it wasn't like a lifelong dream of mine but like ever since i got into like being aesthetically pleased by stuff like this that i thought it'd be always so freaking cool if i could like open open up like an old school arcade like in a shopping mall and like and like if that doesn't work probably a comic book shop because Stratford tried comic books before and it and it failed completely because the people who owned the store in the mall had that one and a physical store outside the mall and both locations closed when the physical one outside the mall went down so I was thinking maybe I can bring it back as an actual real comic book shop that's filled with comics and not just here and there and uh, the arcade thing could be like a can be like the first thing I try, and that doesn't work. Then that I thought that would be a cool idea. Yeah, like I said, it's just it's you, you'd have to put it in a struggling mall, though one that's thriving. I I think that those kind of businesses don't they don't generate the kind of revenue that a that a busy and thriving mall is looking for. And to be honest with you, you know, with the rent being high at thriving malls, that's what ends up killing them in the end, anyways. So, you know, a mall that you had your eye on that. It, it might, if it's super busy or whatever, it couple give it a couple of years, it, it might be down in the dumps. Yeah, I mean, like, but the thing is, is that probably my arcade. I, once I think about it, I don't think my arcade idea would work in Stratford because there's round one, and that's and that's the that's like crazy popular because it's a you know like a really big arcade, bowling alley, all the works. So like, I feel like nobody would come to my arcade because they'd be gone the round one. So yeah. Round One's an interesting story too. They, I know they're expanding because they're a Japanese-based arcade company, or you know, arcade, I believe. Yeah. Um, but they're expanding quite a bit in the U.S. And I know that they're 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 moving into a lot of the empty Sears buildings. Like I know down in Tucson, um, the Sears at Park Place Mall, I think, closed, and that's what's actually moved in there as a Round One. So I think we're going to see more and more of those pop up, which is great because I I love those places. So. Yeah, I mean, like I, I mean, I'm, so, I mean, I'm, I'm gladly, I'm glad to say that I have two Sears stores that are still open by me. The one in Woodfield by my old house, and the, uh, and the one in Stratford, which is like right down the street from my house. And um, Sears is honestly one of my favorite stores ever, and I said that over Kohl's any day. <laughs> but, yeah, I've never been a huge fan of Kohl's. Um. I mean, J.C. Penney's another one that I, I actually, as much as they get crapped on and stuff, I do I do like that department store as well. Especially their their clothes. They they have a really nice big and tall section. So, um, you know, I'm a bigger guy. So that's where <clears throat> I've I've done a lot of clothes shopping, and I've been really happy with the quality of the clothes and stuff I bought. There was I've bought stuff at Kohl's and and had clothing fall apart after like. You know, wearing it and washing something, you know, a dozen times or whatever, it looks like it's, you know, it tatters or whatever. So it's just, I've just never been a huge fan. Have of you? At all. Have you? Have you been able to find that a T-shirt that literally says Sears on it, like that has their logo on it? Yeah, actually, I haven't seen one, but a friend of mine that lives in California uh, found some at uh, a Sears closing, so he picked some up for me, and he's supposed to send them down to me. Yeah, the, here's the cra- No, here's the crazy thing. I went to like ever since I heard about those, I was like, I gotta get my hands on one of those things, and the Kmart one too. But um, Kmart's closed by my house. But um, but I went to Sears, 
I go to the t-shirt section of the men. I go to the men's t-shirt section where they would, you know, where I would think they would be. And so I go there and I'm looking at the t-shirts and I don't see them. And I've been in there like twice already and I, and I still can't find them. Is it like in a certain section I'm not, I shouldn't, that, that I should be looking somewhere else? Uh, you know, I don't know. Those shirts are actually kind of weird because uh, Sears has sent from their Twitter account, sent tweets out about those shirts and said they're only available on their website. So I was super confused when my friend found them at a at a closing Sears in, in California. That was kind of confusing because according to Sears, you can only purchase those online from their website. Yeah, that's weird because I, I, I even saw on the uh, – I don't know if you remember this page, but there's I'm part of a page called Off the Rack on Retail Memories. And um, – and somebody and people were like uploading pictures and pictures and pictures of like them finding it hanging on a shelf, hanging on hangers on a rack, in a Sears. And I'm like, how are they finding it at Sears? But when I go to Sears, I can't find one of them. It's just yeah, they must have maybe just sent them to certain regions or something, or maybe they started shipping them to stores and then and then opted not to. I don't know, but. Uh, like I said, Sears Twitter account swears up and down they're only available online, and I know that's not the case because I know people that have seen them too. But I, I haven't seen any of them locally, like the Sears that I've been into in the Phoenix area. I haven't seen any of them there either. I uh, the only the only Kmart open in my area, which um, which is probably going to go down sooner sooner than later. I'm pretty sure because the because we all know Sears went bankrupt just recently. Um, it's all the way. All the way in Des Plaines, which is like very far away from my house. It's that's like near. That's like w- all the way by where I was born. Like, like near where I grew up. <laughs> and so, and so it's it's sad. It's sad to see it go because Kmart is a store that I didn't go to like all the time growing up. But I went there a lot growing up. And uh, the last the last purchase I've ever I the last purchase I remember making at Kmart. Was I went to the I went to the uh, Kmart store closing over here in uh, in um, in Bloomingdale um, before I moved out this way, and I went to the co- I went to the Kmart and I went to their store closing and I bought a arrow that lights up because and you turn on the switch on the back and it lights up and it and you can face it whatever direction you want want it to go in and it points that way and, and the arrow lights up at the same time and I thought that was the coolest thing ever. And um, and I also bought a green light bulb, which I use in my closet right now. <laughs> See, I think the last thing I bought at Kmart was uh, I think it was a I did a I was doing a live stream in in the in this Kmart's now closed, but it was it actually wasn't closing when I did the live stream. Um, I bought like a what was it Angry Cat or whatever mouse pad that was like old and sitting there and people were laughing at it on the stream and they're like buy it buy it it's like oh, i'll buy it and i'm pretty sure that's the last purchase but before that um i couldn't t- i mean it was probably 10 years since i had bought anything <laughs> at Kmart. but but no but let me tell you when i went when i went the store was like empty like like seriously like this the like like the whole like side of the store besides the middle was like nothing but empty floor space and and like what do you call them like storage units or or racks or whatever that were that they were just pushing to the back to get them out of the way and it, it just it was just so crazy because like I loved Kmart and when I walked into Kmart seeing it looking like that where there was like hardly anything in the store anymore 
I was just, I was just like, wow. I was like, wow, Kmart's really going away. It's like, my God. I, I even asked um, if they still play their soundtrack, their music through cassette tapes. <laughs> and and I think they said they don't do it like that anymore. But like, it was so wild, so so awesome, just to just to go in there and see all that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, they have, yeah, now the music, the ones that I've been into, they have one of those satellite radio services or whatever, and it's all, like, weird 90s pop music and rock music and stuff. That's, like, every time I went into a Kmart um, when I was filming for the channel, I would always hear that song. Um, I can't think of the name of it, but it's it's by the band Republica, and I, for the life of me, can't remember the name of it. But, uh, yeah, it's, like, it was really weird, the, the music choice that they were playing. But I'm guessing it was, like, the cheapest music service they could get or whatever um and i could tell you that they needed some sort of music in there because i've been in sears where there is no music and nobody shopping or anything and it's just eerie you know it's not a i mean it's great for me and for footage and everything but it's not great for shopping so (laughs) but but here's the here's a point i made on the um on the 30th episode of, of time bite and i want i want your opinion on this um so I was talking about we were talking about Sears of Kmart on the 30th episode because it just came up, and I said and I was saying that um, I think Kmart was the only one out of Target and Walmart that didn't involve that didn't involve um, like you know the look of the store on the inside for so many years because I think they were doing it because they were trying to feel, they were trying to fuel the nostalgics into coming into their store and buying more stuff. Do you think that's true, or do you think they were just lacking on updates? I think they were just out of money for updates, to be real honest with you. Um, but I'll tell you this, though. A lot of Target stores, I mean, I, the, the Target nearest me, they just recently remodeled it, and uh, it was open during the remodel, but they, they moved things around, put some new shelves up, new lighting. It looks really nice. Um, they changed the logo. Like, you used to say Target, and have like the little Target logo, and they, they pulled that signage down, and it's just like the big Target symbol now on the front of it. Mm-hmm. But there, I've been in a lot of Targets that still look like they did when I was a kid. So um, I think I think more of the issue is not even so much updating, which is, but just having the money for maintenance and, and fixing things as they got worn out. Because um, I had been in a lot of Kmart's that the you know the, the floors were just shot you know ceiling tiles missing. I, I in one of my videos I think I showed the the gates around the um, garden center were literally like rusting and rotting away like you could you could break the metal you know so i think it which to me is like they didn't have money for paint you know to protect that so i think it was just a lack of of funds for for um you know maintenance and everything yeah because um i got i gotta say um speaking of kmart as well i was no on on the same subject of kmart um this is actually pretty funny and i'm pretty sure this was a kmart at one point but there were, when I was when I moved into my old house, because um, I think the last time we talked, I we I was living in my old house, and and since then I moved into this new house. Um, but when I was living in my old house, like when I moved into that house back in two thousand five, there was there was a there was a Menards like literally like like that was like the size of a Kmart, like it was like. It's like, think of, like, do you know how Menards today looks like a giant warehouse and mm-hmm. and it's, like, really huge? Well, this Menards 
was one that was like a came. It was like, like you take the the Menard stuff and you stuff it in the Kmart. That's what it looked like. And and I I swear it was a Kmart at one point, and it was like so cool because like one I never seen a Menards look like a Kmart before, and two, um, it just like I I really thought I it was just really cool to see and. And I, I thought I thought it would be interesting to tell you because I thought that like it just looked like a Kmart, but it said to have Menard stuff all over it, and it looked like a Menards on the inside. And I was like, wow, that's really cool. Um, do you, do you have do you have any uh do you have any um store Kmart stores by your house or any that you know of that that got turned into something else, but it like totally doesn't make sense what they put in there. No, you know, a lot of, there's no, all of the Kmarts in the Phoenix area have closed now, and most of the buildings are still empty, I believe, but there's one, which was one of the ones I grew up going to as a kid, they put, um, like a Ross and a, I forget what the other, they, they kind of, they, I don't know how much, because I haven't been in the building since they redid it, but they completely refaced it. So it doesn't even look like the same building. I know it's the bones of the same building because I saw it when they had it kind of stripped down to the bricks, basically. Mm-hmm. But they they took the store and I, they split it into two, I think, and it's it's a Ross and a, a shoe store, Melrose Shoes or something like that. Um, but otherwise, the rest of them are still empty. the The other one that I grew up going to as a kid that I I filmed quite a bit, they put in like. Tempor- like there was a spirit Halloween store in there at one point after it closed, but that's obviously temporary and goes away. And, and now that the building still sits empty. So, um, and I don't know what's going to go in there. Cause that's a weird situation where, um, that, that, uh, that, that strip mall, well, it's bigger than a strip mall. It's a power center. Um, it's right across the street from superstition Springs mall. And, uh, it has, it still has a target, but it had a, a target and a Kmart in it across from each other, which I thought was the craziest thing. Cause especially back then when those first opened, um, they were very much similar stores. Obviously over the years, target did well and Kmart didn't. So they became two different kinds of stores really. Cause they just didn't have a lot of the same merchandise cause Kmart just didn't have the buying power that target does. But I don't know what would go in there now that would compete with that target, you know? Because it's it's still there and thriving, so, and a lot of the other Kmart's too. Like I said, like the one that I filmed in Phoenix, uh, it, it was so falling apart. Like I don't know what they would do with it, you know, unless they stri- knocked it down completely or or just you know gutted it down to the the studs and started over. Because there really wasn't much salvageable in there. Can Can you imagine one day a Target next to a K- a Target next to a Walmart, and they're just like right next to each other, like they're like. They're like budding neighbors, and and it's just like retail. It's like retail warfare. It's like the Monday Night Wars all over again in real life. People are just going in there, and like it's it's it would be crazy. Like that's that like that would be like I I wouldn't know what to do myself. That would be wild. I mean, like how would you feel about that? That, like that seems to me that it would be kind of a waste of of space. I you know re- with retail contracting the way it is, I I don't know that they want to be that close to get, <laughs> together and try and compete because it's already hard enough to compete. You know with that Target that I mentioned, there is a Walmart near it. It's not like right across the street or or in the same power center. It's it's a little ways down the road, but even still, those those stores are close. I feel like WalMarts have popped up everywhere over the years. So. Um, I just feel like that would be a waste <laughs> if that happened. 
I mean, like it'd be it it'd be like the mega powers locking up. <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean Walmart is such a brand now these days that like it's everywhere. Like there's not just Walmart anymore. There's there's the store. There's the they now have like little branching like grocery stores. They're taking up like the old grocery store lots. Um, you know, for like for just the grocery part, not the not the clothes or anything. Um, I've even seen gas station mini marts, Walmart branded. Yeah, we have a few. Uh, I think they're called Walmart neighborhood markets, and they're basically yeah, they're grocery store. You know, they're like your Safeway or anything. It's just the the food part. We have a few of those around. We had a few. Um, I think they were called Walmart Market Side, and they were they were made to compete with like Fresh and Easy. They were even like a smaller um, grocery store concept. It was almost like the size of like a CVS or Walgreens, but it was all grocery stuff, just like your basics, you know, your bread, your milk, your butter, that kind of stuff, and 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 less of a selection of everything. But those actually all they closed all those. All those are still sitting empty. It's obvious what they were too, because they all had a certain theming to them, like a modern, you know, flat roof certain colors theming and, and they're all they they shut those all down but they kept the i guess that experiment didn't work um all the fresh and easy stores around here closed as well so but the the few neighborhood markets they built are still open is the uh speaking of grocery stores um safeway now now i know Safeway because the company i work for the the, the jewel osco i know it's in the same company as albertson's and i know safeway and um Safeway and Jewel Osco are in the same company as Alberson. So does Safeway have the MyMix program too? Um, you know, I don't know. I haven't. Sh- I, it's been a long time since I've shopped at Safeway. Yeah. But- but funnily enough, we do. I, I my wife does a lot of the shopping, but because um, the grocery bill would be ridiculous if I went and did. <laughs> <laughs> but um, she does most of our shopping at Walmart, not Walmart, at Albertsons. So, um, and we, those actually all almost closed in the Phoenix area at one point, but then they decided to leave like a dozen of them open. And from what I understand, they, they do well enough still. So, um, but I don't think I've heard of that program. I want, I wonder if they, uh, wonder if that, since Albertsons is in the same company as Jewel, I wonder if they, if they make that seizure salad there, which is, oh, so good. Oh man. I can't even get thinking on it. It's so good. Um, <laughs> it's, but, um, but like. I, I know that you and Dan Bell are like are like buds because you know you guys do the same things pretty much and his videos are just as good as yours and um and all that but like you probably heard about the Dan Bell uh Wally B channel thing like I don't know I don't know if, I don't know if they were like going at it at one point or like something started this but like do you, do you know what I, do you, do you know what I'm talking about? I th- a little bit. Um, as far as I know, I don't think Dan and Wally really had a. It, it, what it was was I know that he you know had some issues with another um, YouTube creator, and I think Wally B was was friends with him, so he was just kind of jumping in to, to to like defend his friend. But I'm pretty sure they had a chat and everything over the phone and and smoothed everything over. So as far as I know, there there's not really anything there. What do you what do you thought what do you think of his uh yeah, I know you like Dan Bell's stuff, but do you like Wally's stuff too about what he does about like dead dead places? Um you know, I've watched a few of his I think I watched a video of his where he was in an Ames that was was empty and abandoned. They're pretty good. 
they're pretty decent. I don't I don't have as much time to to watch content as YouTube on YouTube as I would like, just because I create it, and then also I it's not my full time job. I I have another full time job on top of that. So yeah, um, I I the the little bit of YouTube I do watch, it tends not. Like I watch Dan, Dan Bell's Dirty Room stuff, and obviously his Dead Mall stuff, but a lot of the stuff that I watch isn't that kind of stuff because I I kind of live it and breathe it already. So sometimes when I watch YouTube, I, I tend to watch like a lot of you know retro gaming stuff or, or documentaries and other things. Um, Jake from uh, Bright Sun Films, his stuff is really good because he he just did a recent video on the history of Pan Am Airlines, which no not Pan Am TWA, which was really interesting. So that that kind of stuff I watch, but. The, a lot of times I'll go a long time without watching any like other dead mall or retail stuff just because it's it's already you know part so much part of my life yeah that it's sometimes I need to escape it a little bit yeah. so <laughs> I mean like I mean like I I mean you like all the people who do all like this like this kind of stuff you know like Dan like you like Dan Bell Bright Sun Wally um Am the Woo um if you heard of him. I have heard of him. I actually have not. I, I heard of Adam the Woo a long time ago, and I, I don't even remember why. Something he did went viral, um, and I knew he was doing a lot of like. I think that was when he was doing like his daily vlog stuff, and that's just uh, that's another genre I'm not super into. So I, I didn't. I, I haven't really paid much attention. Yeah, because um, my my dead stuff which i have none but if i did it would be like hey uh check check out my uh expiration of this place at this time and this work conditions i mean it's freezing cold here <laughs> but no i mean like i i wish i could do that but the what scares me about me doing that kind of stuff is that like you know, as you know, security's not very fond of you recording inside their shopping malls. So I mean, like, I don't want to be, I I don't want to just I don't want to take all this effort just to be like, hey hey hey, turn off the camera, you know? It's just... Right. Yeah, I've gotten. Um, you know, I use really small cameras now, um, like GoPros and stuff that are really small, and I've gotten pretty good about not not being noticeable or noticed. So. Um, Another interesting anecdote is that, like, the most trouble I've had filming where I've gotten yelled at or kicked out of a mall, or whatever, has been, like, in dead malls. But when I go film, like, a busy mall, no, nobody notices. Nobody pays attention to what's going on. So those ones, the ones where there's, like, tons of people, surprisingly enough, seem to be the easier ones to do. Um, but, yeah, like I said, I've just, over doing this for a while, I've just gotten good at, at not being noticeable. So it's it's been a while since I've gotten... Uh, yelled at the, actually the last time we got um kind of ran out of somewhere by security wasn't even a mall um mark my buddy who does some stuff with me mm -hmm. him and i uh we were out filming some other stuff for a video and we came across an old hospital that was like empty yeah. and uh so we were like oh we should do a live stream from here and we weren't even going into it we were just walking around the area we found like the the helicopter landing pad where like the aerovac helicopter would land which was really cool and like the signal lights and stuff were all rusted over but i think we were only there for like less than 10 minutes before this lady security guard came cruising up in a car and was like you know you're trespassing and you need to get out of here and it's like okay well you know we'll go um but we try, you know, we try and be, you know, respectful. One of the biggest things is, you know, you take nothing but pictures. So it's, you know, you know, so like, it's not obvious that anyone was there, um, you know, and just be respectful of the site. And, and when security, when, you know, when security does have an issue, you know, just try and be as 
respectful as possible. You just remember they're doing their job. You know, that's what their job is to, to and a lot of them aren't familiar with what this whole genre is and everything. So they don't know what's going on. You know, yeah. they don't know why you're doing what you're doing. I, I've had a few times where, um, actually that, that same, that same trip, we were filming factory to you stores and, and FIA stores for the, for that chain's closure. Um, and the last time we were filming, we got a little, little brazen, you know, with what we were doing because we were getting good shots. And a manager happened to notice and walked up. was like, "Hey, can I ask you why you're, you know, taking pictures of the store?" And we explained to him, you know, "Hey, we we document retail and it's for YouTube and you know, nothing nefarious." And he was actually, you know, okay. I mean, not okay with it, but he wasn't a jerk about it. And and he kind of gave us a little bit of you know inside baseball information about what was going on with the company and everything. And we took a few more pictures and left. And you know, that was it. So not not every encounter is is bad or scary either. Once people um, you know, realize what you're doing isn't for some nefarious purpose or anything. Yeah, I mean, like, if you would have told them, like, like, this is for, like, I don't know, like, some cra- like some crazy science experiment, then he probably would have stopped you right away, but, like, but, like, um, but, like, good thing, that's why you gotta be, like, truthful and not say, like, crazy crap to get you in trouble just because of the purpose of you wanting to get content, you know? Right, right. And in and, and those situations where um, that has happened. We don't show the security guard, you know, on camera cause they don't, you know, they don't want to be on camera. So, um, yeah, it's just, you know, be respectful. Remember they're, they're doing their job. They have a job to do and, and they don't know why you're there and why you're doing what you're doing. So they're checking, you know, and a lot of these places they will say to you, you know, like I, it happened at Fiesta Mall one time. I, I think it was like the last time we were filming the inside when you could still go inside. We got kicked out right at the end. It was funny because I was done filming, but there was a light fixture that I saw that I really liked. So I was just taking like a picture of it, not even video. Yeah. And a security guard came up and was like, hey, you know, you can't do that. And he actually handed – and I wish I would have kept it. I gave it back to him, but I wish I would have kept it. But he actually handed us like a mall code of conduct card. Yeah. And one of the one of the th- rules on that code of conduct card was like no filming and no taking pictures or whatever. So, you know, again, he, that's that's the rule there and, and we were breaking it. And so he was doing what he was supposed to do and – you know, we went about our went on our way, and that was the end of it. You know, mm-hmm. there, there's some, there, but you, but you know that there's crazy people out there who, who, who will go the extra step, and it's just, I mean, it, those are just the crazy people who just who will never understand. But like me, people like me and you would like, but you know, like you know, being our merrily way, we we understand we broke the rule and we won't do it again. You know, so, right? Yeah. So like. So like when you go into these busy malls and you're filming and I, I know you say you use small cameras, but like when people see like I don't know how you put it on if you like take like scotch tape and just stick it to your forehead or whatever, but <laughs> that that'd be funny if you did though, but don't. Um but <laughs> but these cameras that you put on yourself, do people look at you and give you looks and be like, What's that guy do with a camera on his head? Sometimes. No, like I said, they most of the time don't even see it. It's you know, it's it's pretty small. Um uh, the go i use a, a gopro hero 7 quite a bit and um i can conceal it in the palm of my hand really easily to where mm-hmm. just the lens is sticking out through my knuckles and nobody mm-hmm. even notices it so um it's it, it my my first videos that i had done i did a lot of filming with my phone and that's a little bit harder to to Do. to hide what you're doing but you know again a lot of times i'm filming in, in dead malls too so um, there are times where I know I need to do my camera in a certain way that it, it is going to be kind of obvious or somebody might notice. But if you just sit and wait long enough, the area will clear out and you'll get your, you know, 30 seconds or whatever it is you need. 
um, to get the shot. Also, the nice thing about the GoPro is I, I, I can do things like set it on something. Like I can set it on a clothing rack or something and look like I'm looking at clothes and nobody even notices it, that it's there because it's so small. It just kind of blends in with the, with the background and everything. So that's pretty cool. Like, um, I almost, no, I almost re no, it's actually funny. I almost did my first, uh, dead place video like over the summer. Um, because, because there's a, there's two places that closed by my house. I wanted to get on film, but I didn't film it because, one, I didn't know how people would feel about me filming it, and two, um, there's people walking around, and I just didn't want to. I didn't want to like jump from myself out there like that. But um, there's an old Wendy's by my house that closed, and I was gonna film it, but I didn't because there there's like a, there's like all these other things around it. Like there's a Firestone, there's a Jiffy Lube, there's a Taco Bell, there's all this stuff just surrounding the place that I didn't want to get in the possibility of getting caught for filming something. But like, I looked at, I looked around the building, I looked through the window and all that stuff. And like, like it was, there, there's a big old piece of board in one of the windows. Cause I think someone broke in and got into the building. And it was so cool because I always seen it on YouTube, but I never seen it. I never seen this stuff in person. I mean like up close as much as I did. So it was like, it was like so cool just to look in there and see like how it looked in there and how empty and rotting away it is. And it was just like, man, this is this is actually pretty cool in person compared to when I watch it on YouTube. Yeah, and it's a shame that people do things like uh, you know break windows and stuff. That's definitely not something I can do. Like if you need to break and enter to get into somewhere, then you're not you're not doing you're not doing it right. Basically, you know, if you see <laughs> yeah. a door hanging open or something, you know, hey. Go take a peek real quick, but you know, c- cutting locks, breaking windows, things like that. That's that's not what um, ex- you know exploring is really about. And when people do stuff like that, it's it sucks for the whole community because everybody just assumes that's how we all are, and so it, it kind of creates a stereotype that's not good. I mean, like, don't you guys aren't you guys aren't um, people who do like these videos like all the time of going into these old into these abandoned places? Don't you guys get afraid that, like, people are going to realize that you're in there after a certain amount of time and they're just going to come after you? Or are you, are you uh, quick about it and you just cut all, like, the unnecessary stuff to make it look like you're in there longer than you are? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot. Yeah, in situations like that, you, you go in, um, you get the footage that you need and you get out, you know. Um, and there is a lot of editing that goes into the to – the, just to give you an example, you know, when I uh, put out a, a – 10 minute video on something I, there's probably at least 40 minutes of footage that I filmed but a lot of it is going in between shots or you know I take uh, something that catches my eye I shoot it from multiple angles and use one of those angles because that one looks good or you know something you know light isn't playing nice in one of the shots or something like that so there there is a lot of editing it's not just you know filming some stuff and throwing it on YouTube you know yeah, because cause I feel because I feel like if I, like for example, if I did go into that Wendy's, if it happened to be open, which it wasn't, but if it was, I um I probably wouldn't. I mean, like knowing all the places that are around that old Wendy's, like you know the Jiffy Lube, the Firestone, the Taco Bell, the the, the Soul Kitchen place, all that. Um, if if I were to go in there, probably there'd be one person. Um. Yeah, there 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 probably. There'd probably be 
one person that probably would have who probably would have seen me walk into that place. Right. Yeah. That's something else that we do too, is before we go into an area or go in somewhere, you know, we do recon, you know, and see what, you know, what possible issues there could be where, you know, is, is there, you know, even with like a dead, which a dead mall, you know, not necessarily is abandoned. It's still open. It's just nothing's in business in it. But, um, before we don't just like walk in and whip out a camera and start filming. Um, you know, we walk in, we get a feel for the mall. Some of these are malls I've never been in before, so I want to see everything there is to see, you know, real yeah. quick before I do anything. And that kind of gives you an idea of, you know, security, what their rotations are like, you know, what the, what the general feel of everything is. And and, and, I, and that's important, too. Yeah, you can't just go. And the other important thing is, too, with, like, abandoned places and stuff, I see a lot of these videos where people go into these places by themselves, and that's silly. Um you're always better in pairs at least. So like when I know I'm doing, cause it's not just security. Um, you know, you could stumble across a, you know, a homeless person who's mentally ill or something. And we have before. So, um, it's good to be in at least pairs or, or just so that you're not alone. And, you know, two, two people's always scarier to somebody than one. So, mm-hmm. um, and that's something else. I just, I see a lot of these explorers going into places by themselves and it's like, Oh, why are you doing that? That's a murder waiting to happen. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like that. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, I don't know why people do it. I mean, yeah, being together is always. It's it's like the Goonies. Stick together, kids. Yeah. Well, even and not even just wildlife too. Um, again, filming places. I, you know, I can get distracted because I'm enamored with something I'm shooting and I'm walking around. Uh, Mark has stopped me from walking into a bush that sounded like it had a rattlesnake in it. You know. So. Yeah. <laughs> or I've come across really angry stray mother cats. You know that were living in a drain pipe and are not happy that you're around you know and so things like that it's just always better to be 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 buddies being be in pairs (laughs) no 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 i know we gotta we gotta wrap this up pretty soon but i want to ask you two last things um one the other thing i saw besides the windies was an old blockbuster there there was actually a blockbuster like on the corner from where i work now and they and they uh they actually ripped up the inside and they and they split it and they put a wall splitting off into two different stores I don't know why, but they're not, and they're vacated right now. Like, there's nothing in there right now, but I don't know why they would do that to it and not turn it into, like, a family video or something. You know, I thought that would be a good way to use it, but. Yeah, you know, video stores are kind of on their on their way out. We don't really have any here anymore. I don't think there are any video stores. I, I have a friend that lives in New York that volunteers at one that's, like, a local video store that's, like, a volunteer video store, which is kind of an interesting situation, and I, I want to get out there to, to take a look at it and cover it on the channel. But, um, you know, they just may felt that the that they would be, you know, that that space was too big and it would be easier to lease out to smaller spaces, you know. A lot of the old blockbusters here, funnily enough, turn into, like, urgent care facilities like which is interesting but they're about the right you know the right size for that yeah i mean like they're 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 for their purpose you know and like and they're doing their thing i mean personally i wish it would be an old school arcade but that's just me but um let last question too is that if you ever come to illinois here to chicago um we we should uh we should um find a way to meet up and we should um we should uh, go like not not try to go into like some abandoned building because I wouldn't because personally me I like watching on YouTube I wouldn't want to do it in person, but it'd be cool it'd be cool to go film like some like some like building from the outside or something like the old Kmart or whatever if you ever come out this way I think that'd be cool don't you think? 
Yeah, you know, I that's actually an air. I I'm not going to come to Chicago right now. It's too cold. Oh, not now. It's 55 <laughs> You guys below. got that polar vortex going. And no, thank you. I've got thin blood from living in in the Phoenix area. But um, I do want to get out to that part of the country because I I haven't covered any. I've only really filmed in Arizona, California, and New Mexico. You know, just kind of my states surrounding me and. Um, California is actually just a gold mine for for content, but I, I do want to move, you know, and get stuff more on that in that part of the country, you know. So yeah, if I ever do, I'll definitely reach out if, when I make it out that way. Yeah, and because I know that your boy Dan Bell lives in uh, on the East Coast, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's in. He's based out of Baltimore. Yeah, you can go. You can you can go from me to Baltimore and be like, hey, it's your boy. <laughs> You know, as, as long as the channel keeps growing, that that could become a, a possibility. It's just a matter of, co- you know, travel costs get expensive when you start uh, talking about going that way. But um, as the channel grows and expands, that's that's definitely a possibility. So, um, so um, last last thing. So, what's what's coming up on your? Ch- what's the next thing coming on your channel? And tell people where they can find you um, at the same yeah. time. So yeah, if they just search uh, YouTube, just search for Retail Archaeology, they'll they'll find my channel. Um, and like I said, the next video is actually maybe out tomorrow or the next day, and it's it's an update on on Fiesta Mall. So taking a look at it, what it looks like a year after it's been closed. Okay, because I know you have two YouTube channels. One is for your uh, Mall Tycoon videos, and the other one is for other stuff. I think. Yeah, the other channel is actually um, the Retail Archaeology Two channel. <laughs> so if you search for that, you'll find it or RA2, um, you'll find it. And, uh, yeah, that one I do, you know, lighter content, uh, the, the mall tycoon live streams happen there. I actually just put a video out yesterday that's, that's doing surprisingly well, cause that channel's a lot smaller than, than the main channel. Um, covering the, the Wii shop shutting down today. Today's the last day for the, the Wii shop. If you still have points, you know, to go buy games and stuff. So I did a video over there. So there's, there's some more gaming content over there, retro gaming content. Uh, I've done some food reviews and stuff like that. Silly little things like little Caesars pizza reviews and things. So, (laughs) yeah, but, but, but yeah, we can find you on YouTube. We can find you on Twitter and Facebook, right? Uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Yeah. But all under the same name, right? Retail archeology. span yeah, you know, with Twitter, it's actually R E T underscore archaeology because the whole thing wouldn't fit. They they wouldn't allow that big of a username. So, yeah. So, but but Facebook and Instagram, yeah. If you just search for retail archaeology, you'll find me. And you can find me on Twitter at Nostalgia Vamp. You can find me on Facebook at Cyber Time Bite. You can go pick up my merchandise at Redbubble.com under Crash Steven Gear, where you can pick up my new T-shirt, which you totally should because it's an awesome T-shirt. And thank you, man, for coming on the show. It, it was so it was so awesome to catch up. You're one of my favorite YouTubers ever. <laughs> oh, thank you. That's always that's always nice to hear somebody say that because I there's a lot of YouTubers that I look up to quite a bit. So that's that's always good to hear. And it was a thank you for having me on. It was a pleasure. Yeah. So thank so thank you, everyone, and you all have a fantastic day. <laughs>